the diamond, I realized the diamond. that I had to be carried this is one time when I The Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. This is a black male shoes, well-worn leather. They are classical shoes for a practical man. These shoes belong to Abdul, and this is his story. South Yemen was British colony till 1967, and then independence, and there is some new government and they rule the country with the tendency of social regime. They nationalize everything, the jobs, the houses, so nothing is private. They nationalize the land and the, the owners became like workers in the land. So many people had left the country, especially those who are qualified, and we became in a shortage shortage of doctors, shortage of nurses, and shortage for qualified people. We were only 65 doctors for the whole country. I was, uh, at that time, a junior doctor. Graduated in 1973 from Croatia, and I uh, returned back home to southern Yemen. In uh, Croatia, it was a teaching hospital. There is a professor, there is everything what you need. And when you came back to your country, everything is the fact, you know, especially in these countries which were under administration of English administration as a colony. After independence became like a chaos or mess. We are usually suffering from a lot of diseases which can be prevented, preventable diseases. And so that's why I decided to go to medicine to help my family or to help others who are around me. You have to be under uh, supervision after you graduate. In that time, I, I was doing one year in uh, the capital, and then after that, they sent me to work in the upcountry hospital as a national service. They call it hospital, but it is actually, it is not. It is rural, but it's 150 kilometers far from the capital. It, it, it is, was like a clinic. It is a small place with 20 beds, and there is no facilities, for example, for a big operation. The staff was limited, three male nurses, two female nurses, and one midwife, and lab technician, and one pharmacist. Actually, I was happy because I was, for the first time, I will work as independent, alone. So this was a big test for me to show my skills. It was uh, amazing feeling, uh, but uh, the responsibility was very big. I was there working from 8 o'clock in the morning till 5 p.m. Then after that, it is on call. In the second week, they called me at night to see the patient who is, came urgently complaining of chest pain. He was about 50 years old. I examined him and I found that he has an acute heart attack. I was alone. During night, usually we have only the security in the hospital. 
and uh, one nurse for the whole beds. There was no other person who could help. So I have to manage the case by myself. I look for the trolley for the medicines and I found only one injection for sedation. I gave it to him. Then I tried to give him some oxygen, but unfortunately the cylinder was empty. There is no oxygen. I used manual bag and mask to help him for ventilation. As you see maybe in the film, the, they do this method, but it doesn't uh, you know, help much because the, they need high concentration of oxygen to help oxygenation of the heart vessels and the brain and so on. He passed away within 20 minutes. I was so angry and disappointed. He was not so sick. He was in good health. I was really sorry for the patient, you know, because I couldn't help him. And the relatives were shouting. They say that you are ignorant, you are not qualified and aggressive. They maybe could kill me at that time, you know. And it's, it's happened already for some doctor. The relatives know that their patient has died. They just go and kill him. The next day, the director called me for investigation in his office. He was rude with me and he was blaming me to cover his negligence. He asked him why he died. I told him what happened and it was night and I was alone and uh, there is no medicine in the trolley. But he was, you know, to satisfy the relatives, he must shouting, aggressively shouting. And he said, you have to, to learn much better. You read your books, not to practice on people, and so on from this. I was very sad and, I, I mean, angry, very angry, deeply angry. Why he should punish me like that or blame me like that? Anybody in my situation, he couldn't do much better than what I did. This is, uh, you know, complex and urgent situation. You need a team to manage it, to push him to intensive care unit, whereas the facilities is there. Shortage of medicines, shortage of staff. There is no intensive care. There are times when, despite all efforts to save some patient. This is not uh, possible. This was the situation at that time, but uh, I didn't lose my self-confidence and I continued to work for one year. It was, it was obligatory to have a service in the upcountry for one year, but I decided to go to the capital, Aden, and take the medicine once a month by myself all what I need. And I added some beds in the hospital, five beds for children, sick children, and five beds for those who has infectious diseases. This makes me also some kind of good reputation. The people loved my work. I was using every knowledge or every skills in all parts of the medicine, helping the midwife in delivery, doing some small operation, for example, wound stitches, gunshot. I mean, they liked my work and became more uh, popular.
this give you courage to go on to gain more uh, experience in all field of medicine child care mother care gunshot accident and everything to know something about that in such emergency situation at the end of this year of service the governor called me and gave me an award letter he want to explain his satisfaction or the people satisfaction about my work he said that we are satisfied with your work and happy if you like to continue with us to work more i said no 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 yes enough <laughs> enough for me one year uh, anyhow at the end there is a lesson from that to learn you should not lose your self confidence this is my message for the young people I worked there uh, in my country four years, including this year in the up country. Then after that, I returned back to Croatia to make my specialization in pediatrics. So I now became a consultant pediatrician, and I have a lot of experience in pediatrics in my country, about 35 years. Then I came here because of the war. So I moved to England with my small family, wife and daughter. My daughter also; she is a doctor. She is working here. <laughs> she took the same branch, pediatric, like me. This podcast is part of the GLA ESOL Plus Arts Project, a collaboration between City Lit Adult Education College, Empathy Museum, Boldface, and storyteller Ariane Hagilias. The project explores how ESOL and the arts can work together to promote English language learning in the UK capital. The music in this podcast was "Song for a Manager" and "Savati Devi" by Siddhartha Courses and "Learning from Kids" by Blair Moon.